I'm joined by USA Masters Games CEO Hill Caro on the latest edition of ATR Radio. Thank you for joining us today, Hill. Kevin, thanks so much. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. The, uh, the second edition of the USA Masters Games on the horizon. Could you give us a brief description of the games? Yeah, the games are designed um, to be a multi-sport festival for adult athletes ages 21 and over. Uh, we have 24 different sports in the games. Uh, they're mostly Olympic-related sports. Some of the largest participation sports are Masters Track and Field, Masters Swimming, etc. Uh, and they're all incorporated within the games, uh, which will be held in San Diego this summer. And, and what was the real impetus to start the USA Masters Games last year, and what's the primary goal of the competition? Yeah, well... I myself am a master's athlete and have been involved with U.S. Master Swimming uh, for a very long time, uh, over three decades. Uh, I uh, really felt I'm also, my background is uh, very in-depth, I guess, in um, Olympic and amateur sports, multi-sport events. Um, I started the state games here in North Carolina uh ran the U.S. Olympic Festival when that event existed, the U.S. Olympic Cup in San Diego. I've even uh, done work for the U.S. Olympic Committee on the Africa Youth Games and um, been a part of 14 different Olympic Games, among others. So um, I really enjoy multi-sport events and think uh, they can be quite special if done well. And um, they, I love the fact that they bring together, bring together athletes, officials, coaches, et cetera, from, and fans from different sports. And um, the Masters Games phenomenon has actually been going for a good while, uh, over three decades around the world. Uh, they started, the granddaddy of them all was the Australian Masters Games, which started in 1985. Uh, but the World Masters Games, uh, which is held every four years, also started in the 80s and has continued um, since that time. The next World Masters Games are coming up uh, in April of this year in New Zealand. Uh, there's also a European Masters Games, the Pan Pacific Masters Games, etc. So the concept uh, has been out there, and uh, the United States has never had one. The World Games were hosted once in uh, 1999 in Portland, um, but we haven't had our own Masters Games. So um, given my background and the timing uh, seemed opportune uh, as the sports uh tourism market continues to grow. There are a lot of cities that are interested in these types of events. So kind of all those factors came together and presented an opportunity. And the final piece of it was I've done a lot of significant projects in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, ran two U.S. figure skating national championships there, USA Gymnastics Championships, um, a couple of national championships for master swimming, etc. And um, so they have really excellent facilities that are very convenient and easy to access. And um, uh, Greensboro is a great community for supporting these types of activities. So uh, all those factors just uh, came together at the right time and uh, helped us launch uh, really successful games last year. And uh, we wanted to continue the concept uh, on into the future. 
And what what sort of lessons were learned from the inaugural USA Masters Games last year in North Carolina, and what improvements can be made looking forward to San Diego? Well, um, I think the main lessons we learned are um, the sports marketplace obviously has grown tremendously over the last several decades, and um, there are a lot of events and activities out there. The obviously uh, entertainment options and other distractions uh, go on throughout uh, everybody's life. So to kind of get on everybody's radar, um, perhaps is a little harder than you would think, particularly for a new event. Um, when we did surveys afterwards, we found that uh, the number one uh, way that people found out about the games from those who participated was uh, word of mouth. Um, which, as we all know, is the number one uh, best uh, uh, advertising you can have. And secondly, it was from our presence at other uh, significant events, particularly other Masters, National Championships, and similar events that kind of target uh, those athletes. So, um, you know, we're doing the same this year. We're really working hard to get that out. We've supplemented it with social media. We'll do some traditional advertising and all. Um, but to, you know, we don't, for an event like this, you would never have the size advertising budget you'd really need to kind of reach the whole country. So we have to be very selective in that regard. And that's one of the things we learned is uh, probably the most important is just to get it on people's radar screens, particularly adults. Um, you know, those have, uh, they're planned often well in advance, uh, with their families and their work. And, uh, so to, Book time on their schedule, uh, you have to start early. This year's event begins uh, at the end of June. How are preparations for those games coming along? Are there any, any outstanding issues? Or? So, originally the vision for the Masters games was to be held every other year in the even year. And uh, some of the other Masters games in the world, like the Australian Masters games, are held uh, every other year. Uh, the Pan Pacific Games, the same thing. Uh, the Australian Masters Games are every other year in the odd year. Uh, Pan Pacific Games are held every other year in the even year. So, um, and so that's a kind of traditional formula that's out there, and we thought that would be the original vision for this event. Um, but what happened was we got past the Greensboro Games. We did surveys of all our athletes and everything, and they came back uh, extremely positive of, you know, why wait two years? Why don't you do this every year? And we also thought to ourselves, you know, that might be easier to continue the momentum of the games, um, and um, that could be a big help if we just did it every single year. So that's um, the direction we decided to take. Unfortunately, in one sense, we weren't able to reach that conclusion until about October. So uh, neither say San Diego is a very popular destination. They have a lot of big things going on there. Uh, that's one of the reasons we chose them, obviously. But, um, you know, if you select San Diego to do something as big as this in October, uh, sometimes you have to uh, go with the flow in terms of what you're able to schedule there. So the reason the games are separated into a June segment for five sports and a July segment for the remainder of the sports, the other 19, is because of the way uh, schedules and hotels and things like that uh, and venues were already kind of booked out in the San Diego area. So 
Um, in in 2018, we selected San Diego to be both the host for 2017 and 2018. Uh, we'll have it all together uh, over, um, you know, a seven to ten day period, um, all consolidated, you know, instead of being broken up like it is. But this year we had to... Um, we had to be a little bit flexible in that regard, but we're doing, uh, we're going to have entertainment and social events for athletes, uh, every single night, even for the June group, um, even though opening ceremonies and closing ceremonies are for the July, uh, majority of the sports. Even during June, we'll have social and entertainment events for them, go to a Padres games, uh, things like that. So, uh, and, and they're welcome if they're nearby to come back in July and attend some of the ceremonies as well. And how would you compare the USA Masters Games to the biggest multi-sport event in the Olympics? Well, the you know the uh, obviously the Olympics is huge. It costs several billion dollars, and you know it takes some of the biggest cities in the world to be able to do it. But the um, but you know kind of the um, uh, the atmosphere, the goals of the Olympics in terms of bringing athletes together from all over. Um, and by the way, our Masters Games, uh, it's, even though it's the USA Masters Games, uh, athletes from international countries are welcome. And we had actually six continents of the world represented just in our inaugural edition last year. But, you know, that, the, the concept of the Olympic Games and, uh, it's about the participation, enjoying the journey and all that, all those kind of really good and positive aspects of the Olympic Games are something that we want Masters athletes to feel, you know, and some of, and some of the athletes have been in the Olympic Games, so uh, we have that level of athlete in the Masters Games, but also we have the weekend warriors and people who uh, just enjoy uh, getting together around a big event and uh, maybe just testing to see where they are in a sport they're training in. So we have kind of all those varieties of people who participate, and um, it is, in, and we call it the National Sports Festival for Adult Athletes, and festival being kind of the operative word there. We want it to be a celebration. We want it to be fun. We want them to compete hard and feel like they've done really well in their sports endeavor, but also, you know, come out afterwards, come to where we're having the social event for that evening, meet their fellow athletes from all over and uh, just enjoy their time both in the community as well as at the games. And you mentioned that San Diego is hosting this year's event and 2018, um, and they also host another number of other events. What do you think makes San Diego such a hot spot to host major competitions like that? Yeah, no, I'd like to um, just encourage everybody uh, who may be listening in um, to come and join us in San Diego for the games. Uh, guaranteed they'll have a good time and a good competition uh, if they're going to be an athlete, but otherwise we'd love to have them out there. Um, we Our intent is to certainly try to grow this event significantly in uh, years to come, and San Diego is the next step in that. That's why we're there two years. Uh, we thought that it could be an opportunity to, you know, kind of break in the local host committee and then they could take it to the next level uh, the following year. And that might be a pattern that we adopt going into the future where we give cities two years to kind of, you know, help raise the bar. So uh, we welcome everybody to come there from all over and uh, we guarantee a good time and hope to see everybody in sunny San Diego. 
I'm Around the Rings reporter Kevin Nutley. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of ATR Radio. And there's always more for you at www.aroundtherings.com. For 25 years now, the gold standard of Olympic news coverage.